0: Hello and welcome to Redeeming Love Church's podcast series, The Weekly Word. Typically in The Weekly Word, we read scriptures, uh, usually based on a specific subject, and with very little explanation, very little exhortation, we just read you these scriptures to build you up, to edify you during the long week. We feel that the Word of God is almighty and infallible, so we want to present you with that, with as little interaction from our fallible selves as possible. We want these scriptures to give you peace, to build you up, to help you find healing, and to make you stronger Christians, and stronger in God's love. However, this week, we are doing something a little differently. Many people don't understand what it means to be born again or to be saved. And because of 2 Corinthians 6.2, which says, For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time, now is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. We want you to find that salvation. And so we want to explain what that means to be saved or to be born again. So we've put together several scriptures from the Word of God that helps us to explain what it means to be born again. The first set of those scriptures is going to be uh, John 3 1 through 16. Now most people know John 3 16 especially if you're raised in church like I was but almost everyone has heard this verse. It's the first verse that I memorized. In fact when I was a kid and they asked me to quote that verse I don't know how but I'd heard it enough times that it came right out of my heart uh, to show that I knew what that scripture was and what it meant. But today we're going to read John 3, 1-16 to give a little bit of background to the story, or to that verse, with a little bit of story. And it's about a discussion between a Pharisee named Nicodemus and Jesus. And it goes like this. John 3, 1-16 There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, But cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes, so everyone who is born, so is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven, that is the Son of man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must be the Son of man, even so must the Son of man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm going to repeat that last verse. God loved the world so much, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. When we talk about believing in Him, We don't just talk about, oh, I believe that Jesus existed. I believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the one sent to to deliver us from our sins. But that means we also, we don't just believe in God. We have to believe in Him, but we have to trust in Him to forgive us of our sins. We have to rely on Him for all the different promises, anything from financial protection to forgiveness of sins, to physical protection, to healing, and we have to cling to Him. We have to want to be born again and want to be a child of Christ. So we have to believe in, trust in, rely on, and cling to Christ. The next section of verses we are going to read is from Ephesians uh, 2. 1 through 10. And something we need to think about when it comes to salvation is we can't just work our way into heaven. You can't say, okay, I'm not saved or not born again, but, you know, I am a pretty good guy. I never killed anybody. I don't steal. I give money to the Salvation Army in those little red buckets every Christmas. I'm extra nice to... My parents, or my kids, or my co workers. Uh, one time I went and helped somebody uh, that was poor build a house. I like to donate uh, money to the needy. I work with widows and orphans. Those are all good things, but you can't earn your way into heaven. So let's read Ephesians 2 1 through 10 and see um, why we believe that in the Bible. See, you don't earn your way into heaven, you have to ask God for forgiveness of sins and ask Him to come in your hearts and allow God to be graceful enough to forgive us of our sins, and we have to believe that. So let's read those verses. Ephesians 2, 1-10 through 10. And you He made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the curse excuse me, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, that would be Satan, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy... Because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, Christ, by grace you have been saved. So even while we were sinners, God, who is rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, made us alive together with Christ. Now, verse 6, "...and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, He might show us the exceeding riches of His glory in His kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast." We are, for we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. So, it's by grace that we are saved through faith. By the grace of God, or by God's forgiveness, that unmerited favor, what we don't earn, but He gives freely, that we have been saved, and through faith. Through faith, that means we have to believe. You can't earn salvation, and you can't gain salvation through grace if you don't believe in it. So through faith, not of ourselves, not of the things that we do, not of the good that we do, we don't lie, we don't cuss, we don't cheat. Okay, that's great. We're not supposed to do those things anyhow, but that's not going to earn us a place in heaven. The more we give, the more time we donate to the church, the more deacon boards and charity organizations we serve on, they're not going to do us any good if we don't have or if we aren't born again. If we haven't asked God to forgive us of our sins and come into our hearts and had faith that He does that. And we're not going to get to heaven by boasting about all the good things we did. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them that doesn't mean we don't need to do good works god wants us to do good works you know good good works means not sinning so he doesn't want us to sin he wants us to do good works we're supposed to help widows and orphans we're supposed to abide by the law we're supposed to you know give when we can give help others when we can we're not supposed to curse or, you know, worship any other gods or, or act in lust. But, those aren't going to earn us a spot in heaven. We have to confess with our mouths and ask Christ to forgive us of our sins and to come into our hearts. So, what are the steps? What does it take? How do we, how do we become saved? Well, let's look at the famous Romans Road four verses out of Romans that explain what it means or how we can be born again. The first verse is Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Okay, that means no one is exempt from being a sinner. We were born with a sinful nature because of Adam and Eve. Eating of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Or eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They took sin um, as their choice. And all of their descendants, which is us, are born with a sinful nature. And we've all sinned in our lives. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 So what, what? big? what's the big deal? So we sinned, right? Well, here it is, Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that doesn't just mean a physical death. It means a spiritual death also. What's worse than spending your eternity separated from God? Nothing. That's what true death is. Separation from God. You know, we we know that we have a home in heaven if we're born again. So that physical death it's almost like a promotion. We get to move on to perfected bodies. We get to bask in the glory of the Lord. We get to worship and praise and have a wonderful eternity. But if we aren't born again, if we haven't been forgiven of our sins, the wages of sin is death. That means an eternity separated from God. That would be bad enough, but it also means hell. An eternity in the lake of fire. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, so we can rejoice in that. The next verse is Romans 10, uh, verse 13. Romans 10 verse 13. This tells us what we need to do to become saved. Romans 10 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there it is. Romans 10 13. If we call on the name of the Lord, we'll be saved. Boy, that's a great thing. That's a promise from God that's a blessing, that is the key um, to heaven, right? The key to peace on earth, the key to to our salvation. But what does that mean? Okay, so we call on the name of the Lord. So do I just sit there and, and call on Jesus? No, what that means is in Romans 10, 9 and 10. To call on the name of the Lord is that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So we confess that we believe in God, in His Son Jesus, and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we'll be saved. For with the heart, verse 10, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So there it is. There it is. All we really have to do is ask Jesus to forgive us of our sins, to come and live in our hearts, and to save us from a life of sin and an eternity separated from God, an eternity of death, an eternity in hell. So, here it is. We have an opportunity... To be born again God made that way for us with his son Jesus and it's it's a perfect opportunity to to spend eternity um, in peace and in the glory of the Lord worshiping God in the love of of the Father God and His Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but we don't have to work our way into heaven. Remember what we talked about from Ephesians two one and ten: we're saved by grace through faith. You might ask yourself, okay, so I want to be born again, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pray, or I prayed the pr- prayer, but I heard that you have to be baptized. What if I die before I can be baptized? Well, baptism is a public confession of your faith. The real salvation comes when you have that change in your heart, where you believe in Christ, where you confess the Lord Jesus, ask Him to forgive you of your sins, ask Him to come in your heart. It's, it's an act between you and God. Baptism is is a public confession of your faith and showing people out in the world that you're a Christian, that you love God, that you ask Jesus to come in your heart, that you are saved. So baptism is a good thing, but it's not necessary to, to get to heaven. It's a public confession of your faith. It's a show of your faith to show everybody that you're a Christian. So, do you want to be born again? Do you need to be born again? Well, here's what you need to do here's a prayer that we can all say um, to become born again. Dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I confess my sins. And I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and save me and make me born again. Make my spirit born anew. I've been born of the flesh, but now I want to be reborn of the spirit. Thank you, Lord, for being that sacrifice that covers my sins. Thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And there you have it. Now you get to move on with your life. As a Christian, you need to read the Bible, you need to, and I'm not saying start at Genesis 1 and finish in Revelation, you need to study the Bible, you can look up Bible studies on YouTube, you can go to church, our church is good, we meet in Gamaliel, Kentucky every week at about 1045 on Sunday morning. You need to find a church, you can look on YouTube. You can look on Facebook. Find a church that preaches the Word of God and only the Word of God. Okay? That's the infallible book. The Word of God, the Bible, has no errors. That's where truth comes from. You need to build yourself up in that truth of the Word of God. You need to pray and talk to God. And you need to be thankful and praise God and worship God. Gather with other believers, seek out other believers, and spend time with them, and you'll learn and grow as a Christian, as someone who's been born again. You have the option or opportunity to be be filled with the Holy Spirit. Also, that's the other part of the Trinity between God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He's the one who's on earth now. God created the earth. Jesus came for our salvation and went back up to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit down to us to be a comforter, a counselor, a teacher, a helper, a guide for us. You have that opportunity to use Him to grow and learn in the Word and to bring others to salvation through Christ. Because that's really the goal is to bring others to Christ Um, along with yourself. We don't want anyone to miss heaven. We don't want anyone to go to hell. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to the Weekly Word.